Hey, this is Litecoin Moses Hex here with Wasabi. What's up, man? Good, good. How you doing? Pretty good. A little sunburned, but good. <laughs> yeah, t- t- today was a uh, today was a fantastic day. Yeah, the it was really. Was yeah, man. It's 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 been. I, I hear even the weather in the UK. The UK is usually like fucking the the gloomiest weather in the world, and yep. it's been like beautiful in it. And there's so many people so mad they can't go outside. <laughs> Hasn't yeah. stopped anyone from jogging or anything. No, it's been uh, like around the neighborhood I live in. It's it's pretty active throughout the day. Uh, mostly people just yeah, people just jogging, walking their dog. Uh, I think the they they basically choke off like the uh, the points to like get onto the boardwalk. Um, but other than that, it's not. It hasn't been too bad. Oh, that's good, man. Well. One of the reasons I wanted to talk to you, man, I wanted to talk into this wearables, man. The, yeah, yeah. the market's trying to get a little hot again. <laughs> Dude, there's been um, looks like there's a couple new players entering the the epics. Um, really? Okay. Yeah, because because I've been looking at the the sales notification. So there's uh, I, the the first thing I noticed was the pineapple glasses. That was a little while back. Um, <laughs> the shirts are now selling for. The Decentraland shirts are selling between like one to two hundred mana, um, mm-hmm. and then I noticed there's people been scooping up uh, some of like just the mana gear. So I was like, shit, I better start collecting some of these mana hats and get whatever whatever's left. Yeah, I mean, I my plan back then was I was just trying to get as many bundles as I could. Yeah. Just because um, it just have you. I mean, you already know this and stuff. Because if you're buying a lot of stuff, it actually takes quite a while to like actually buy buy multiple items. If you buy ten items in a row, it actually takes up a lot of time because you have to click the item, do that, go into settings, fastest or slowest, wait, wait until it renders, then go to another tab and just do the same. <laughs> it's yeah, kind of a pain had, in the ass. There was uh, I I was doing that yesterday with the with the hats, and it took like an hour for like the transaction to go through but then there was like 20 that were bought at once <laughs> nice how much did you get them for like like 15 15 men or something yeah or i was minutes? i was i was scooping them up for 15 um okay. and then i i've, I've kind of, if there's anybody else that starts to dump them around that same price uh right now the cheapest one is around uh, i think 20 mana so i'm hoping yeah. to keep uh to try and get like as many between 10 to 20. Yeah. Like before, um, basically for the last, like maybe three weeks I've been scooping, I've been slowly, quietly, <laughs> quietly, like a mouse scooping up a bunch of the, the central land logo earrings, why they were so cheap. And, um, I picked up an, an okay amount, but, um, I think people kind of, ca- I think some people sort of caught on probably. And then they just got bought up because you were able to get them below. You were able to get them at like five, 10 mana at the most. Yeah. And now they're they're all the way to fifteen, sixteen mana. So they're they're probably gonna at the end of the at the end of the month they're gonna be somewhere in the mid thirties to forties. Yeah, I think so. I, I the only like the only two really good deals that I see right now it's yeah it's just basically that uh the logo earrings and then probably some of the mana gear, uh, but everything else yeah it's like all the all the epics are pretty much like fifty or or higher other than those few um, yeah wearables. Yeah, uh, the one that really surprised me that went up a lot was actually the mana shirt. The because I, I actually out of everything out of all the launch stuff, I always thought that the mana gear was actually the ugliest. Mm-hmm. 
But I mean, it got, it got redeemed a little bit, I guess, when you saw the back that you had. It was kind of like like it had the the Centerland logo, and then it had the number at the bottom. Right. Uh, yeah. Has anyone discovered if the other the other shirts and hoodies and everything else have something in the back as well? Uh that's uh. Let me actually. I'm gonna log in right now and see if um. Because I bought one of the hoodies, but I don't know if it has the the date on there. But Matt, Maddie was at, he was, uh, I was just watching one of his, um, one of his latest videos and he was, uh, he was mentioning that with the shirts, like the, the date is, it's kind of, it's kind of special. Cause like, there's not really going to be any other gear that has that, that has that date specifically on there. So, um, it's a pretty unique collectible just to have that. Yeah. That's one of the reasons why I scooped up so many, or uh, I really did see the value in it and stuff. And like, I remember Picking, picking them up for like eight mana, uh, like a, like probably uh, after day one of the launch, I think people would just dump them just because they're just trying to get cash, I guess. Right. Yeah, it doesn't didn't really make sense to me, but I guess people just wanted to turn instant money or just put some work in. I know for sure there probably was a there were a couple, maybe a hundred players that probably had some bots that were my that were probably mining shirts because I have noticed some people selling shirts that. It's 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 different addresses, but they're selling it in the same bunch and stuff. So it's like it's kind of weird, you know. Yeah, I couldn't. I actually couldn't even really play during the like the launch events. Um, I was able to. Yeah, it was dude. It was like I just could. I I like I I was actually getting uh like nausea just looking at the screen. I was like, I'll I'll just I'll wait until these hit the store. I mean, it's not a bad idea. I mean, I since I couldn't, I mean, I, I was having the same trouble. Like, all I think I got was like one launch shirt, and I was like, I can't do this anymore. Yeah. And what I pretty much did is just I just took some mana um, that I had lying around and stuff from a trade, and then I just started buying in, buying as much as I could and stuff. But my strategy was, I didn't, I didn't concentrate on mythics at all, or uh, not myth. Um, mythics are the one to ten, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, I got no. I I stayed away from the mythics. I didn't want to. I didn't want to like because it, it's a big miscalculation. If I buy a bunch of mythics, and well, it it, it it kind of ended up that the mythics went up in price anyway, so it didn't really matter. But um, I've banged for my buck. I've made more money on buying like one to five thousand, one to ten thousand, one to thousand, way more than I did with, what I would have with mythics. But with mythics, it's a faster. It's a faster flip, obviously. Right. Yeah, I think I. Uh... I think I made the mistake of I, I went too heavy on on mythics initially, mm-hmm. um, and now I'm just kind of uh, like recovering, getting uh, just getting some extra legendaries and epics uh, while I still can. But no, yeah. you're right. Like I I uh, I remember that back from um, back from that game RuneScape with uh, like different different rares in the game <clears throat> and the right. ones that always had the most profit potential were the it was like all the lower rares uh, like edible santa hats or like the, could, you, the... could you go into that because like i i mean i played runescape but i i was such a kid at the time dude that like the most i ever i mean dude I, I was just mining all the time trying to get money that's all i was doing i was mining and just selling ore on the uh on the exchange and everything like that and um like I, I never even got like I never even got like a billion gold or anything like that in the game, but like I, I knew I, I knew enough about Runescape to know kind of how it was, and then I did see people around with like party hats and stuff and these blue crowns. Yeah. So I so I kind of that that clicked in my brain when Maddie said that, and then I I 
took whatever I took what he said and I just fucking like turned on the nitrous and fucking ran, man. <laughs> yeah, dude, like the 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 rares in that game, it, it was it had a pretty interesting history. So um <clears throat> like way like way back when the game first came out, um like under RuneScape Classic, it's mm-hmm. it was probably about like the same size uh, maybe maybe a little bit more, maybe like two, maybe about like a year or two ahead. But it's it's actually probably comparable to like the early days of like DCL now, as far as like mm. how many people are actually active. Um, <clears throat> but it was like a year after uh, party hats were released in the game. Um, those those basically went from being completely worthless to uh, basically hitting like a million gold. Um, like a year after the game came out and then uh, they basically just kept going up and up over the years I think right now uh, like a blue party hat in the game it's somewhere over 20 billion and it's (laughs) dude it's it's like it's it's worth so much uh, money that like you can't even you can't even like trade max cash um, for like party hats in that game anymore they have to like use these uh items called shards to like compress cash um to pay out like <laughs> billions of uh, billions for for a party hat um but yeah just like the trajectory on those like those just keep basically going up in value so for for certain the like i don't know if this is going to play out but um i kind of think of like some of the mythics and the early collectibles like the Halloween, the Christmas, and as like kind of the party hats in the game, the ones that everybody's gonna want, and then whatever yeah. comes out after that, um, it still might it'll be select items. Yeah, it'll be select items, and it just won't have kind of that same novelty as the items that are uh, getting collected right now. Yeah, I mean, the the only the only collectible I didn't really buy a good amount of was was probably the uh, city sneakers. I was just too busy buying all the shirts and the other um, hoodies and earrings and everything else. Um, the the sneakers went up a lot because I remember I was seeing them I was seeing them posting up for like fifteen mana, fifteen a ten mana when I saw them on the exchange for the first time on OpenSea, and then they just kind of started blowing up that. I think they were the first out of all the collectibles to, to go to um, 40, 50 mana. And then people were like, no way, dude. Who the fuck is paying that much mana for those sneakers? What? They're 100 <laughs> now. What the fuck? You know? <laughs> Same thing with, like, I I probably missed that because in my brain, I was like, I was buying. I thought any any shirt under 100 was cheap and stuff, but, like, I was I was so, I was gorging myself on so many shirts under 60, and this is, like, a couple days after the launch, yeah, so yeah. It, give, you a t- give you a time frame that I, I, like, I slept on probably two bundles that could have got me about, like, 2% of the total supply. I'm still thinking about that. I'm just like, oh, my God. That's, uh, I should have, I should have bought them, but, yeah, like, because they were selling each shirt for 80 a piece, but at mm-hmm. the time, 80 and 80 i was like i was picking up shirts for fucking 40 30s like that's retarded why would i buy those those bundles you know right right and, and they were and they were sitting there for like a week and a half and like i'm still thinking about them that that's that's just like uh makes me angry because <laughs> i was like i think it was like over 60 shirts i think in those two bundles that i didn't pick up but i still i picked up, i learned my lesson and picked up other ones so that i was okay with that but like that's the sort of thing is like when these things happen like um 
when we have another event, there's going to be a lot of th- those events. Stuff. I mean, it's almost worth picking them up almost because it's like, you know, when people are just going to dump because there's a lot exactly, of free to play. Yeah. There's, yeah, it's just, I mean, if it's cheap enough, I mean, it's worth picking it up. I mean, you eventually you'll make your money. If not, you just break even. Right. Especially, yeah, because like right after events, I mean, people are just going to be selling them for like three to five mana. So like your risk to reward is like so, like you're not really going to lose money um, by just picking up really cheap wearables after events. Um, <clears throat> that's really the time to do it, like one to get in. Um, cause that's like when you're going to get all the, the gains, but it's, I like looking at the market now, um, <clears throat> I guess like the, there's really not that much like of, of like, there's really not that much supply to like a given item. So it really only takes like to buy out like 20% of the supply and then you just start getting, um, higher prices and then everybody else just kind of starts to kind of almost like FOMO in after that. Cause I mean, that's, that's basically like how any market works. Like you look at, yeah, yeah, like you look at, you look at Bitcoin, um, like really the top cryptocurrencies and you basically have like market makers that they have like very, very, very uh, large positions that basically end up, uh, basically pushing the rest of the market um, in a certain direction. So with wearables, you have a scarce supply. So there's really kind of a small window to get those good prices on them. I know. And at a certain point, like I, I just did, like I was telling my fiance, like, um, cause I was telling you, she was like, what the hell are you doing, dude? <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, I'm buying these t-shirts. So you're buying these digital t-shirts that people want to like, like they're actually t-shirts but they're not real like yeah i mean people just buy it for their character huh okay i guess and but i was telling her it was like dude like it's insane like i was like i'm what i'm gambling essentially is a hundred dollars right let's just as as an example like a hundred bucks and i'm buying about 30 cent t-shirts what am i losing nothing like it, it was that the prices were that low because at the time mana was a little bit higher, but like even if even a shirt was ten mana at the time that was forty cents, right? Like it was nothing. Like it was just it was pennies, you know. And now like the shirts have appreciated. Like all right, let's just say something like the um, like what's a good shirt to explain? Okay, like we'll, we'll say if the launch shirt with, with the with the number on it, right? It went it went from ten. Let's just call it a ten mana. I know it's cheaper sometimes, but let's just say ten mana. It's gone from ten mana all the way up now to about one hundred and seventy five, right? Mm-hmm. So it's lit. So literally, it's gone from about let's see, forty times what? Yeah, so it's gone from about forty cents to now about six eighty, about seven dollars a shirt now. Not bad. You know what I Dude, mean? That's, On a hun- that's 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 kind of that's that's kind of nuts to think about because I mean it's it's really only been uh, like the the launch really wasn't that long ago. Like no. shit. That's, these shirts, uh, these shirts are going to be worth a hundred bucks. Mark my words on yeah, that. Yeah, dude, you're you're gonna end up. Um, you're basically only gonna have to sell like one shirt to get your return on investment back. I know. And then after <laughs> that, everything there is just profit. It's profit. I mean, the the name of the game right now is just. I mean, to anyone that's listening, I'm giving. We're giving this advice, right? I. I you know, anyone that's listening right now, it's basically like it's a race to get to multiple hundreds of items in your wallet right now 
because there's like of these items, you know, eventually there's going to be an inflation with the other items, but they just haven't been released yet. You know, like there might be some good, like right now, like there's 80, there's 8,000 masks right now. Right. And people paid about, I think about half a percent of an Ethereum for each one, which puts each of these masks somewhere about like 400, 500 mana, I think on the market. If I'm correct on that. Yeah, I think that's, uh, I think that's about right. Yeah. So four or 500 mana, right. So, you know, I mean, just sort of think about like, you're, you're like, um, if you want 1% of the total supply, you have to buy 80, 80 masks. So it's eight masks of each. So it's not that much. If you think in percentages and sort of, th- and sort of break the numbers down because you're like 8,000. Oh my God. You know, cause, so it, it's, it's, it's too much, you know, like we have trouble kind of breaking things down, but like, because, but if you've stayed around in, in crypto long enough, you got to think in percentages, like, like how could, like, like I always looked at when I looked at Litecoin, how many Litecoin or how many Bitcoin do I need to control 1% of the supply or 1% of 1% of the supply? Mm-hmm. Right. And then that, that translated over to this and where this is a lot more tangible and it's a lot more attainable, right? Because we're early on this market. So it's, it's completely possible for you to control one or 2%, 5% of a, of a supply of a certain, of a certain NFT wearable, which is, which has become a lane because in the future, it's going to be really hard to obtain unless you're coming in with a lot of cash because like the market, the, the NFT NFT wearables market has not actually been completely infiltrated yet because the minute the land whales, the people who own a lot of land decide to liquidate um, a couple parcels and then start buying up wearables. These wearables are going to explode. Oh yeah, dude. And it's what's, uh, what's kind of even crazy to think about is um, even the land whales that enter like the NFT game now, Mm -hmm. um, it's actually going to be really hard for them to build up like a larger position compared to the guys that were collecting from the start. Cause I mean, prices have basically, gone up like five, 10 X on certain items. So, yeah, I mean, prices on, on the average shirt is, has gone up about, um, depending on when you bought it most, but I just say 10 mana is the average. Let's just say 10 mana, mm. a 10 X on the amount of mana you need to buy in the same amount of shirts. Right. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But there's not that much shirts on the, on the, on the thing. So you're going to increase that on right. yourself. Yeah. Yeah, so like the ones that have like even um, <clears throat> like one or two percent of the supply now, like if you kind of do, uh, you know, if you look like four or five years ahead, it might get to a point where you can't even um, like the value is so high that even just like you can't you basically can't dump too much of it without like basically drastically affecting the price, but you only need to sell like one or two items to make like a, like a ridiculous amount of profit. So I mean, um, in, and in, that's... Fi- in five years, I literally said like, a sh- like, I, th- I think I said in two years, one shirt will buy you one land in, th- in five, 10 years, one shirt might buy you 10 land. The, uh, of course, I'm not talking about the most pristine land. I'm talking about maybe the cheapest lands or something. Just, uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I think so. Especially, um, cause I, I think what's going to happen with lands, um, I think the single par- like just the 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 single parcels won't hold up as well compared to wearables. Um, yes. It'll really only be the the estates where you have the volume to build uh, something really good on your lands. Um, otherwise, like a single parcel, you can't really do much with that. So you're not going to get too much um, 
too much of a profit in my opinion at this point like i i think basically the land um like land flipping that that opportunity has kind of come and gone and it's really only worth doing if you are able to flip uh larger estates um where whales actually have like an interest yeah and have you have you noticed too the crypto voxels and sand in the sand uh what's the sandbox uh yeah i think it's um there's crypto voxels and then the other one uh, it's like somnium yeah their their land sales are done have you noticed the volume is starting to, to dissipate on those projects now uh i i actually haven't been following too much of the like the lands auctions on those games, but I'd I'd actually be interested in seeing how it fares compared to like the central lands. Um, just because I, mean, I, I think, yeah, I, I think it's going to be kind of hard to have like that same network effect that DCL has just for being the, the first ones to really do it. I mean, there's like, I've said, I've said this before, like there is a lot of OG ETH money in Decentraland. There's a lot of that money in this game. Because it was it was the first game it was run it was run, it, it launched in early 2017, it had all that ICO money in there, and then uh, it was the only project that actually showed that it was, we are building the game, we're selling the land, and you know it's it's I mean it's pretty huge, man. I mean there's that that's kind of the thing. It's been around forever, so it's it's you know it's kind of proved that it's going to stay around for a while. You know where a lot, yeah, I, a lot of these games could just fall off the map. Exactly, and and like the uh, the other important part is. Um, if you look at DCL, it, I mean, it's it's in-game currency is, is listed on every major exchange. So, um, you know, the first like if somebody's interested in VR, like the first thing they're gonna buy is uh, at least for crypto, they're gonna buy mana. Whereas to like get to some of these other, um, I don't even know if Somnium actually has its own currency, but um, if they do, it's it's just not gonna have the same. Uh, liquidity that mana has now which is uh pretty easy to get um yeah. in, in the at least on on all the crypto exchanges yeah we might have another opportunity to buy land in in, D, in dcl but i think in a year or two when they release more land if they do if the player because i don't think they're releasing any more land until the player base gets bigger then that that might be the move to get into it but it's going to be really competitive but i mean it's it's there's going to be a lot of bids on a lot of lands because everyone's going to roughly know what they're doing. Right. But there's still going to be money to be made. And any anytime there's a lot of volume, there, and there's there's always a person that ends up buying a land and needs to fucking sell it the next day for some reason, for some stupid reason. <laughs> that happens all the time. I don't know. How, like I remember here, like looking in the forums, like somebody bought like a, a one of a one hundred, like a mythic. Let's just say a pumpkin head or something. They bought a pumpkin yeah, head, yeah. and then the next day, like I have to sell it. I need the mana because mana price changed, and they're selling it for like three fifty. Like what? <laughs> Why? Why? Yeah, that's, what? yeah. It's I. I think I think if you're um, like especially if you're like in the land or wearable space, you kind of have to ignore um, like whatever the day to day prices of of mana. Um, I don't even I don't even pay attention to that at all. Like my goal is really just to get um, into a good spot where you can come out with more mana in the ends, and the price of that's just going to be what it's going to be. Yeah. Well, well, the one reason I do like the shirts. Um, well, I mean, one the prices were lower when they started. It isn't like getting into like there, there's actually a completely other game like this where people are playing with the one to a hundreds and one to uh, in the one to tens. Mm-hmm. 
and where the price has already started kind of high and you know like the gains the, even though it's a 4x a lot of people like couldn't play that game or you couldn't accumulate as many mm-hmm. right where with this you could secretly control a large amount and without the market moving too much and stuff so it's kind of good we're like we're like if you had bought like a one to ten if you own four or five of them you won't you know it's really hard to control four, four of them or three right of them. Without without you know the price is getting crazy or maybe or maybe you created the item or something right or some strange reason yeah. yeah but um go ahead. I was just gonna say plus like the like the trading volume is gonna be much lower for like for for those kind of items just because it just requires like way more mana to actually um, to end up buying so like all the yeah. all the trades are gonna be mostly like on those lower collect collectibles. And, and people seem to forget, like, people. Uh, hello? Are you still there? Yeah, yeah I'm yeah, sorry. I just, yeah, yeah. Uh, I just cut out. It's, it's someone called me. I'm sorry. Um, so, okay, so it's kind of like the law, the law of, uh, not, of not big numbers, but it's kind of like the compounding power of, of, of money. So power of one, let's just say one mana compared to 10 mana, right? Is So 10 mana is way more powerful than than one mana but most people think it's 10 times more powerful but it's actually like 15 20 times more powerful right and mm-hmm. the power of of 10 mana to 100 mana is way different in terms of things you know what i mean so right. it, so okay so with these mythics right there, there's less people that have 5,000 mana lying around where where let's just say a an, an item that's a thousand right there's there's more than five thousand people that I mean let's just say like if there, let's just say there's only like a hundred people with five thousand mana lying around that could just buy an item willy nilly but if there's an item that's a thousand mana there's there's just not five times more there's you know it could be fifteen times more people right. with a thousand mana lying around or like and especially as this game gets bigger and stuff like some people might start saving up their mana and just like I really really want this launch shirt fuck it I'll spend a thousand on this shirt. Where like it, it, I'm not saying the shirts are going to jump to five thousand. That's fucking ridiculous. I'm not saying that, but what I'm saying is like, a fa- like the shirts are gonna. I feel like the shirts are gonna hit their their, their upward bounds maybe for the cycle. Um, well, I mean, short term for the couple next couple months is probably gonna be like anywhere from a couple hundred mana to a. Um, I'm sorry, anywhere from three hundred mana to about a thousand mana. A shirt, and that's not crazy. You know what I mean for 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 these items. Yeah, and still obtainable. Yeah, I I think so. Like, I I think what's gonna be really, um, what I think is gonna happen, at least with the like the higher collectibles, is um, it's gonna be kind of like the, at least like you have like you know like the land estates, but the the trade volume on it's like it's super low. Um, Mm -hmm. The only way I could really see, like, the market compensate for that is if like if in the future there's an option to do swaps where. Uh, you can trade like ten items for another item, where you start to have like these. <clears throat> you start to kind of have like these ratios between the different collectibles. Um, so I, I have no idea if if there's any plans to do any kind of uh, any kind swaps. of swaps. But uh, that that's that actually drove. Like if you look at um, like the RuneScape. Uh, rares market that actually drove a uh, huge amounts of trading volume because you would have people accumulate um things like santa hats and masks at like lower at really good prices and then when those would shoot up they would compress those into like some of the other collectibles so 
That makes a lot of sense, dude. Because I mean, I haven't heard someone actually explain it correctly. I mean, explain it like that, like you just said. So, so essentially, it's like imagine, like, like I have a five thousand mana item, and then I trade you. Like, would you would you trade me that if I give you, I don't know, five thousand five hundred worth of items, and then then I might do it because there's profit there, right? And 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 then you just have I have access, or like let's just say like I have a large wallet with a bunch of wearables that are small denominations, and you have a mythic I really want. I could just give you hey, I'll give you six thousand, six thousand mana worth of mythic or uh, of these uncommon items, and you're like, okay, that seems pretty cool. I mean, yeah, I'll, I don't care selling them off slowly. Right, 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 and that yeah, exactly. Yeah, you're right. That that's that's a really great idea, actually. I hope they into implement that, yeah, because that'll really speed up the market too. Because people, people have made a lot. There's people who are really good at bartering and, and moving items around. Where like, you ever see, you ever heard of those posts, like these old Facebook posts, where this guy traded like a fucking um, what what, what was it? He traded a fucking um, a pen into a house. <laughs> oh, he bartered. Yeah, he he. Bar- it took him like sixty eight barters, but he traded a pen for this. Then for that, then for that, and just slowly get getting a better Dude, that's deal. That's fucking crazy. That's <laughs> nuts. But yeah, no, yeah. that's that's totally that's totally how it works. Um, like you, you honest, like you see basically the same shit. And um, like if you look at like altcoins versus Bitcoin, like for example, like if you buy, um, if you buy Litecoin at a ratio of like point oh, I think it's like point oh oh six, and then you you sell it when it's like four x higher. Um, so yeah, that'd be, um, that'd be pretty awesome. Cause yeah, you basically have, uh, you end up basically with whales like accumulating at, uh, at like undervalued prices. And then they basically slowly start to distribute as like the ratios start to go in their favor. Yeah. There's, there's Litecoin, old Litecoin whales and stuff. I went to a couple like Litecoin conferences and stuff and talked to some of these guys Mm -hmm. where they... Where they just trade, all they do is trade in between Litecoin and Bitcoin. Oh, it's, and they and, yeah. they and and they say they don't care if they get stuck in Bitcoin or Litecoin because sometimes they, they 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 choose it wrong. Oh shit, I got too much Litecoin. Oh well, mm-hmm. who cares? Because they don't care because the, they say both both assets they are are here to stay and it's perfect because and, and then they they they're just playing the long game. They're basically swing trading in between the slowest swing trade in between both of them. Yeah. And, uh, you know, getting more bang for the buck, you know, right. I, I actually have to, uh, I actually have to agree with that. Cause like the only, the only two pairs I really like to, uh, really like to hold in the market, like other than Bitcoin is actually just Litecoin and Ethereum. Um, cause uh, if you look at, if you look at a coin, like Litecoin, it, ha- it has really good liquidity. It's awesome for trading. So been around <clears> forever. It's been it's around 2011, forever. 2011, 2000. It was the first altcoin to actually prove that altcoins could exist. Right. Before that, everything else failed. Yeah. So it's it's kind of it's kind of because I I always read um like you always it, it's you always read like these comments on Reddit where you know people are like oh my coin is so much better than your coin uh, when like a lot of that um you know if you look at like it just it works it's secure it's stable and it's a great trading pair so uh personally i like litecoin it's it's you know it's one of my holdings um and it's it's definitely like one of those that i'll try and basically buy in like when the ratio is more favorable for me uh to like trade into bitcoin later i mean i I 
I all right. So I always call Litecoin kind of Bitcoin with mar- with like with like two x or three x leverage. Mm-hmm. That's a uh, yeah. <laughs> it's true. That's 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 kind of that's kind of how uh, that's actually kind of how it works. Um, but but Litecoin is literally a cycle behind Bitcoin in terms of its happening. Like it's still its inflation rate's way higher than Bitcoin's. Like I think Bitcoin's is like what? I think it's six percent or three percent. Uh, I think. I think. Yeah. I think. I want to say. I think it's either like four or six percent, but yeah, you're right. It's it's uh it's one cycle behind, like on its having. Um, yeah, so it's it's so its inflation rate's like crazy high, right? And the other having it hit, it was twice as high. So you can imagine that the the, the inflation rate. Let's just say like bitcoins are six. That means Litecoin is at twelve right now. So post post the having in August, Litecoin had like a twenty four percent inflation rate. 24 wow which is pretty yeah, yeah. yeah well yeah because it was right. you know i mean it was pretty yeah so it's at 12 right mm-hmm. so litecoin's pretty cheap now and it'll be relatively cheap where normal people can buy it next cycle but after that i'm talking about in the mid 20s so like i'm talking about like 2025 2026 27 yeah it's going to get kind of out of the price range for most people yeah so essentially we we have two cycles to accumulate right. it before it just it's like you can't like the next cycle lo- like all right the cycle low for for litecoin was like 22 dollars for the cycle mm-hmm. right and the cycle low for the last cycle was four dollars for litecoin mm-hmm. right so let's just say a five x. So that so let's just say we have a cycle low next time um, after this after this bull market and it goes back down. That it can be somewhere in from eighty dollars to two hundred dollars, depending on high, how how high it right. goes, right? But after the next cycle, right? Let's just say it does a five x. So the average price of a Litecoin is what a thousand dollars in the mid twenty in the mid twenty twenties. Yeah, I actually I think so. I, I it won't surprise me to see um to basically see the coin hit. 1000 at least during this next cycle and then kind of uh fall back down to kind of that range that you were suggesting like 80 to 200 somewhere in there yeah i mean because i i fully expect it to go i mean all right it, um I, f- I think the market i forgot what the market cap was but um when it hit 380 dollars, i think the market cap was like was it 60 billion uh sh- was it wow yeah i think it's uh yeah, I think it was actually like I, I think it was somewhere above like 50, 50 billion. Yeah, fifty billion because like I see it um, not not doing a ten x, but maybe a five x of its all time high. So I mean, we're looking at maybe like fifteen hundred, sixteen hundred dollars per per Litecoin. Yeah. On on this next bull run, De- all de- that all depends on where Bitcoin goes. If Bitcoin just that 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 price is probably if like if Bitcoin hits like let's just say. 40k to uh, 56 because at 56k per bitcoin um the market the total market cap of of uh, of uh, bitcoin is a trillion dollars yeah right. right which is totally possible right but most predictions are saying it's probably going to hit in the hundred you know some people think it's going to hit 200 it's possible it could just hit 100 and just crash back down but if it hits 100 you're talking about two trillion dollar market cap then that that could easily put litecoin at like 300 you know 3000 a coin right which is like crazy. So I mean, like, with like three hundred coins, you're talking about a million dollars. Not bad. Yeah, especially <laughs> if um, because it it does kind of look like the, or at least it, there there is some information that suggests like the market cycles are, um, like getting longer each time. So, like in theory, even if it takes a little bit longer to have like the next bull run, it basically just puts a higher price target. Um, 
for like an all-time high. What? Yeah, he's still there. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. I, so, what did you say? I, I didn't hear you. Oh yeah, I was just I was just saying like the <clears throat> it looks like the like the market cycles are getting like they're getting stretched out. Longer. They're getting a little bit longer. So even if it takes like uh, I I think like the like the super optimists were um kind of thinking like 2021 is like the next bull run which oh, I, I think it's yeah. i think it's i think it's a little bit too early personally um i think like the rest of this year is going to be like a good accumulation year and then i'm kind of looking more like anywhere from 2023 to 2025 uh, in that really? range yeah whoa no i'm way more bullish than that like um, I always thought it was going to be in the 2021s or something like that, or maybe if you know 2020. But like, I don't believe that it's going to be 2022 at the top. I think it's it's going to have to be this next year. I mean, after all this coronavirus stuff goes away, and then the um, the, the inflation actually starts hitting the dollar because the dollar is really strong relative to the other currencies around right. the world. Eventually, the United States is going to have to print so much more so the dollar weakens against those currencies and that'll inflate some of the asset prices right but if this but if no one has confidence in the stock market and the currency weakens that much um it might it might end up we might finally see gold and silver start going up and we might start seeing like um, currencies with restricted supply going up which would be like bitcoin litecoin and then um everything else will just follow essentially yeah yeah and and there's definitely um there's definitely been some I guess like some pretty wealthy players like hedging into uh, gold recently because even though like the the Dow Jones had that that huge downturn, uh, gold actually just recently made like a higher high. Um, mm. Even though the Dow Jones is down, so um, yeah, I think and 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 I think it's you know especially since there's more people aware of the amount of printing um, countries are doing. Uh, just to keep things afloat. So uh, just like over time, that's, I, I think that's basically just going to put like an upward uh, trajectory, like on deflationary assets, like gold, silver, uh, cryptocurrency. So yeah, you're, you're absolutely right. Like given, <clears throat> given the circumstances of coronavirus, um, it's actually pretty amazing, like how high, like the Dow Jones has, or really just the equities have, held on so far and i think all of that's just due to the amount of printing that's going on so uh there's kind of people afraid to have like too much like cash on hand yeah it's i mean you, you usually see that so right before i think right um people all right so i think for 2007 and the 2007 eight crash in the stock market right gold and silver actually crashed along with the market mm -hmm because um, it's sort of like you, they get margin called. So they have to put some stuff as collateral, collateral and they probably just sell, they just sell whatever assets they have so they can cover their calls. Right. Which, which is crazy. Cause like, can you imagine you get, you get margin called so hard, you have to fucking sell your gold and silver. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Dude, that's not, yeah. You, know you gotta be using some yeah. pretty high, <laughs> pretty high leverage to, to like really get in that position. But yeah, well, the hedge fund, the hedge funds are really fucking levered up. Mm -hmm. I mean, but they're, 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 it's weird. It's like they're, they're using 1% of their collateral, but they're, but they're like fucking 40, 50 X long. Jesus, like wow. what? Dude, yeah, I, yeah. Yeah. And then it's insane. Dude, I don't, I don't even know how, like that's, that's nuts. Like I, 
I don't even know how people can use like leverage that high and not just get like liquidated instantly. Cause like you really, you, you don't even need the market to move that much like in the wrong direction and then you're done. Like you lose all your capital. I don't know whether they're playing around with like one minute, five minute like candles or some right. shit. I don't know what they're doing, but like they're doing something crazy. I mean, they would people with that kind of money probably would only do those kind of bets because they have so much other money to help push it along. So they're like, okay, we're gonna make this bet and we'll pump a hundred million into this stock or something, or like or million dollars every every couple minutes into the stock, so it doesn't turn on us, so we can make this profit and then we sell the stock later for a little bit. Maybe they're doing moves like yeah. that. Like this would be a way it makes sense for me, but that's really like sophisticated. Yeah, I th- and, that, that and then, makes sense actually. Yeah, because like if they if they um if they're trading on those lo- really low time frames, plus they probably have the capital to like invest or have somebody make um um really good trading bots. Uh, which like they can maybe do things like, I, I don't know. I don't know if they can front run um, the order books at all, but they, they definitely have to have like something going on to give them that competitive edge to make, to basically stay profitable, like with that kind of leverage. Yeah. I mean, I mean, that's what started, like, that's what started the, uh, that's kind of what happened. Like, I don't know what podcast I did. It was, it was like so many podcasts ago. It was probably maybe like after um, maybe a tenth, the 10th podcast, like a couple months ago, the podcast I did where I talked about like this little prediction I've had essentially that we're going to have. So you already know about the great crash that happened in like 1929. Yeah. It sort of coincides exactly with happenings and the, t- and the, and the peak of bull runs mm-hmm. for Bitcoin. Right. So that's two cycles away. And what I'm thinking is that we might actually have a great crypto crash of twenty of like 2029, mm-hmm. where history repeats itself essentially. And the way I'm seeing everything is is like, um, so after World War One, right? Um, in order to fund, well, during World War One, the United States needed to fund the war, right? So they started giving out something called like war bonds, right, to the, to the U.S. public. So they started like selling like one dollar or ten cent coupons, and then once the and then once paid back, you'll it would it would sh- it would say ten cents, but then it would in big letters it would show like this was thirty cents. So after a year and some change or two years, they would pay you that back, and then you'd have thirty cents. So kids and people would like you know turn in cans, do jobs. People it it made it made a whole group of people investors. Mm-hmm. for the first time around the world and then after the united states won its war and it paid back its war bonds you ended up having a, a the first essential like the the the, pup, the first time the lower and middle class has had equity in, in bonds and stocks so they ended up having savings for the first time because they got paid mm-hmm. back from all the bonds and they ha- they became bond traders and then they had all this this all this money so the people in the markets in the stock markets saw an opportunity and they started saying hey you guys come invest in the stock market here and here so the the the, the first the first investors in the stock market made a ton of money cuz everybody started flooding the market with cash because they all had cash so the market so the market started going up like crazy and they 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 became some of them started becoming millionaires and stuff and then then their friends started investing in it right and at a certain point the these firms ran out of people that had a large amount of savings from the war the war bonds essentially because some people just left it in the banks and left it alone or some people left bought land so the the, the the amount of people who had leftover money from the war bonds was done with so they started like hey i'll give you leverage they created leverage for the first time and they they basically allowed a person let's just say you yeah, 
they, they want they wanted you to spend ten thousand dollars on the stock, but you only had a thousand, so they started or uh, or five thousand, so they started creating one and one uh, x leverage, two x, three x, five x leverage, and this pushed up the market for another four years, and then you it and then it coincides exactly for when the market crashes because it uh, during the nineteen during the roaring twenties there was, I think there was a crash in twenty nine. 27 and oh no 29 25 27 and then the big one in 29 and at each one that happened you they started giving people more and more leverage where essentially you could have like a just a couple hundred dollars and you'd have your you'd have, you'd have access to about five thousand dollars of stock okay. and then at a certain point pop the leverage it was just too much and then that's crashed the economy essentially and it was just it was it was giving people too much leverage, and I think that's what's going to happen over this time. Where like, um, it's all these people, you know, me included, and and you and stuff, are in these markets. The, we're going to make a lot of money on crypto, and then eventually it's gonna it's gonna create like a war pool of money of people trying to buy in cryptos to get rich because they hurt you know their cousins or their friends or their colleagues from work started making a lot of crypt money from crypto. And then it, it's going to get people to start using leverage, and it's going to create sort of like a roaring twenties of Right. Crypto. And then which will coincide at a certain point where the market dumps down and most of these projects will not recover. And it, it's just going to be just tons of people losing their money. I and mean, this is the only thing because like like with two, with this entire from the time frame of like 2008 to now, um, you you didn't have too many millennials buy stocks. You did have a lot of millennials buy stocks. But in terms of percentages like like the Xers and the boomers, the the millennials didn't really buy into the, to the mm-hmm. equities market. So how are they going to steal the millennials' right. money? Oh, look, crypto, right? So they're gonna they're gonna gas it up and stuff and everything like that. And then like, I mean, all I hope is we 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 get enough income and cash from all this to like actually buy some property because like literally property people the people who didn't lose all their money were the people who just didn't take leverage and essentially like had land yeah, were the ones yeah. that didn't get wiped out. So I mean that might be the same kind of play. I mean, but I don't know. That's my that's the little conspiracy theory I have. But it, it yeah, seems I to mean, be it's, playing it's, out. It's definitely plausible because uh, if you look at, I mean, even if you look at this this most recent panic, um, I think even that, even though Bitcoin just briefly, it was just maybe just for a couple of minutes, like wicked down like into the three Ks, um, like a lot of that was actually just due to like the high leverage. So you just have like all this, you have like these stop losses that then basically propagate into like hitting the next round of stop losses. So um, yeah. And, 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 uh, and especially like the crypto markets, like they're still, I mean, they, they have like decent liquidity at this point, but the market itself isn't like, it's not that liquid. So um, even things like leverage could be, like much more damaging like in a downturn like during a bear market at least um for cryptocurrencies yeah it just becomes a negative feedback loop i mean because like i could see a lot of these cryptos that are worth pennies right now um that end up being worth tens of or tens of dollars to like a hundred dollars right and so somebody takes like a thought like let's just say somebody takes five thousand dollars and takes some leverage or they just loan them money and they end up buying these cryptos and then they crash down back to like not pennies, but they go, they crash back down to 80 cents mm-hmm. a dollar and yeah. they lose everything essentially. Yeah. And it's just like, cause if you ever wondered like, 
you ever heard the whole story where people are like, I invested in the stock market and I lost all my money. How is that possible? <laughs> How is yeah. it? No, no, no. But I mean, for real, if you think about it, like if they're invested into an ETF or they're invested into the like um, Apple or something like, or they have multiple stocks, there's no way you lose all your money. Like, so it's, it's almost like it's th- these people who lose all their money. It's sort of like either they're, they're leveraged and they got wicked right. and they lose all their money or two, they had all their money in Worldcom or just on one stock. Yeah. You know, and th- like I I understand having like maybe like you really like a company and you have ten percent or something, but like having more than fifty forty percent of your portfolio in one company, you know. I mean, I I understand it's like a Berkshire Hathaway or like an Apple or something like that, you know. But like, there should be no reason. Like you hear these stories of like I lost all my money when when uh, the stock market crashed. Wait, but if they were just buying hold investors, they they wouldn't have got destroyed. Or they at least most of the most of the at least I mean they would still have fifty percent of their income or fifty percent of their savings or their company even if it, it wicked down and it goes back up but like how did it go to zero yeah. where they lost everything right, right. it's because they're no, gambling it's, it's totally true like that's why I'm yeah. always um I'm always hesitant to have like really large positions in like individual stocks um because if you just basically ride like a like some kind of index fund that tracks like the entire market. I mean, you still make like pretty good returns, like 20% like each year during bull markets. Um, and there's not really, there's not really much like guessing to it at all. Uh, and especially like during bear markets, like they don't, they don't like take as heavy of a hit as like individual stocks that just get absolutely crushed. Yeah. But they still, they still roughly yeah. follow each other. Like, I mean, yeah, I mean, maybe like an individual company. And, like, I mean, like an Apple is pretty fucking safe. They have so much fucking cash and so much credit available to them that those right. fuckers ain't going nowhere. Right. And then everyone uses it and stuff. So they're fine. And Amazon, everyone's going to lend money to that. Like, a Netflix ain't going nowhere. Domino's Pizza, staying around for, I mean, dude, do you know that like Domino's Pizza and Netflix were the, were the two most, the most, two most, profitable companies to invest in in the last decade Shit, in terms I, of I, I had no clue on uh on uh dominoes like i i heard netflix was good yeah dude I, sleeping giant dude that's nuts sleeping what the giant. hell is uh i gotta look this up uh what what is their uh market cap right now holy shit yeah that's pretty it. high dude they, they they killed everybody in the pizza game dude yeah close to 14 billion wow yeah, for pizza company, that's Dude, that, fucking that awesome. Is, yeah, <laughs> you should if if you have time later, like to anyone listening, dude, like uh, go look up the uh, Papa John's interview. Papa John's with H three, right? Skip skip to the last twenty five minutes, and he ends up talking about him selling his stock and everything like that, and how they kicked him out of the company. But because they kicked him out of the company, he was able to liquidate his stock, like over eight million shares and stuff, and liquidate like literally with like four hundred million (laughs) dollars stock. And basically saying that, like, the reason they kicked him out was because the people... I mean, this is so crazy, dude. Like, some people that are from RVs were thinking about taking the co- the company over and everything. So they wanted to mm-hmm. kick Papa John out and everything like that, and they did. And they made this entire fake story about him saying the N-word. And he had pr- he had proof to, he had proof that he actually... They coerced him into, say, into saying it by, like... Like, they kept pushing, like... You, you, you guys do know that, like, Kentucky, the guy, uh, Colonel Sanders, said the N-word a lot. And they just kept saying it over and over to try to get him to say, like, I'm not going to say that word. You know, like, I'm. why would I ever say that? You know, I, like, he said that word, but I didn't. And they, they used that as an excuse to kick him out of the company. Mm, okay. Yeah, I, I, 
Dude, I, it's I gotta, fucking pre- it's dude, I gotta really look interesting. Because I, I had, uh, I actually, I have not, like, I, I had, I did not know about any of that until, like, you just explained it just now. Um, yeah, and he's basically saying, like, dump the fucking stock and stuff. It's getting propped up, like, and then when I checked the price, when I checked the price today, um, it's still at 60-something dollars after, like, mm-hmm. the company's hemorrhaging cash. How the fuck is it? It, cr- it actually did a micro crash. It crashed down to 30 bucks, and just then it got, and then it just yeah. shot back up again. Yeah, it didn't, doesn't make sense at all. Like, I don't, like, I sold my stocks, like, months ago. I mean, I think, uh, I think a month before um, the coronavirus started hitting, yeah, yeah. maybe, like, in January, I think. And, um, yeah, I'm out. I'm out for a while. Like, I, I honestly think we're going to hit another, we're going to double dip down on the stock market. But um, eventually, after the whole crypto market goes up, and then um, after a bull market, I might, we might, it might be a good idea to get into some, like, dividend stocks yeah, or something. Be- or um fantastic like if the if the two markets could kind of um be uncorrelated for a little while where you get you basically get a huge run up in crypto and then you like reinvest that into like crash stocks um and then they go back and up, then yep. they go back up glorious oh my god lord dude it'd be like you make you make 25x on your money oh and then God, you put it in the stock market yeah. two years later they recover and then you you essentially double your money on that and then you're up 50 times on your money and then you you start at that point right then from there the lows start hitting into the crypto and then you start fucking yep. dollar cost averaging into the lows <laughs> on the next run it just killing it like that's what i'm trying to say like i've been saying this for a while i've been saying this for a while like two cycles it, it usually takes two cycles for people it's for someone in crypto to make a lot of money um, unless you get super lucky and you just get in right. on some good company early on or some good crypto early on. Um, it usually takes two cycles. The first cycle, you kind of don't have mm-hmm. enough money. The average person, right? You, you, aren't, you don't have enough time to dollar cost average in money. So you, your positions aren't big enough. And then you you, may, you could make some money, right, but it's never exactly. enough for you to be yeah. like buy a house, you know, and doing all this stuff. So it takes almost two cycles of you collecting money into the into the market before you have something significant enough to the average person to like actually have something worth selling in order to like now i have to, i can buy a house cash i can buy an apartment complex i i can buy like hundreds of thousands of dollars of like mm-hmm. of like exxon mobile or something you know like i was watching this whole thing with oil because i have a, a couple clients mm-hmm. that used to work for chevron and everything and um dude the dividend 10%. got up to 10 percent wow. Yeah, yeah. And after because oil crashed down to like like crazy low, and then with this whole coronavirus thing, I was like, Jesus, what an opportunity! I mean, just can you imagine like eight hundred put eight hundred k into that or a million dollars and getting ten percent forever? Like that's fucking crazy money, you know? And then like, of course, you have to choose like, companies right. that actually can pay that. You know what I mean? But once it recovers, if it just recovered back and stuff and everything like, you would essentially double your money back, and then. Or like, even if it just went up a little bit, like you, you would turn your million into two million plus still having about like a hundred thousand dollars of like, of yearly dividends coming in. Crazy. Dude, that's, uh, I'm I'm definitely, uh, I took note of that because I'm definitely going to dollar cost average because those looks like kind of a good spot to slowly start to accumulate. Yeah. I I mean, I'm still like, I would have... Yeah, I know what you mean. Like, I was looking at it, but I just couldn't do it. Like, I just saw more. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, right I um, the way I have it split up is, um, yeah, 
Uh, like I have my traditional IRA, which it's pretty much locked into equities no matter what until I think it's like the age of 59. So um, I kind of have that account to manage like when I want to invest in equities. And then I have um, like my crypto portfolio that I have, like I'm, I'm more optimistic on that over the next couple of years as opposed to like equities. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm not really bull- bullish on equities. Equities are going to get wrecked. I mean, there's like outside of the whole coronavirus thing, you had you had about ten thousand baby boomers retiring every single day, mm-hmm. every single day, right? And um, not just because you retire doesn't mean you sell all your stocks, but you tend to start repositioning. You start going from mm-hmm. stocks over to bonds, over to over to like safe money, or maybe they they move more from the risky stocks or their ETFs into yeah. more dividend stocks or something. But when you have that kind of a shuffle, it takes a lot of money out of the market. And that's one of the reasons why I think that they've been doing like overnight repos with banks, because banks have just been basically shelling out cash for people cashing out their fucking 401ks. And I think that's why what's been going on with like them having to do like a couple billion dollars. I mean, uh, doing trillions of dollars in overnight repo markets to keep to keep that up because I think that their cash is running out because people are just taking so much money out of the system now mm-hmm. instead of them paying into it. And of course, you have the millennials, which really aren't really investing in the stock market as much. I mean, there is there's a big community like Robinhood guys and everything. I'm not saying that millennials don't invest. I, I'm a millennial and I invest in crypto in crypto and stocks. Yeah. But um, like it, the most exciting place to make it because like the same, like millennials don't have that much money. Right. So we need to go in a place where we can really multiply our money to have money. And then once we have money, we start investing more like with stocks and then the, like stocks, gold, silver, you know, we end up having more of a diversified portfolio, but when you're younger and then you're really trying to make something of what you have, you have to go into risk. Yeah. And, and I, and whenever I uh, like, whenever I see something with like a millennial using Robinhood, it, it it usually just ends up being Bitcoin. So I don't think I've ever seen it actually used for for stocks for uh, for a millennial. Watch this shit. So okay, there is these beautiful beautiful section of a Reddit and YouTube mm-hmm. called Wall Street Bets. Degenerate, the most degenerate gamblers you've ever seen in your fucking life. These are crackheads compared. They they make the crypto guys look fucking normal. Because they have to use some crazy ass technique, like us in crypto, right? Like all we have to do is maybe like, I think Bitcoin will go up to this. So I'll put a, I'll go one X on Bitcoin, or like, or just put like, oh fuck it, I'll put hundred, I'll put, I'll sell a car and put thirteen thousand or, or forty thousand into into Bitcoin, and that's pretty bullish, you know, that's pretty crazy. But for somebody to make that kind of gains, right, in in the stock market, right? Let's just say the average the average price of a stock ends up going up maybe. Anywhere from like a quarter of a percent to one percent, and our two percent movie be crazy, right? So in order to get any kind of percentage gains in that, because most, I mean, most people that are also doing this, or they're not gambling with the whole portfolio, so they use yeah. leverage, obviously, right? So they had they use a ten, they use ten x leverage, and it goes up one percent. Cool, now I've made ten percent, you know, and then ten percent of their money, that's really mm-hmm. good money, right? So that that's kind, I kind of understand that leverage and stuff, but like it, it's. It's, I feel like um, it's a, it's like much more of a hassle to to like have to do that. Um, it's really it gets really yeah. it gets really complicated. I mean, it's good it's good stuff to learn because we're right. going that way. Eventually, the market will get big enough 
during the boring times that they'll start having things called like iron butterflies uh, or the wheel or like so look up look up on youtube there's this channel called wall street bets or kamikaze cash he has this whole like um he has this whole thing where it's called like the Robin Hood 3K challenge where this guy is just trying to make a couple mm-hmm. two percent a day mm-hmm. in profits off of stock trading and he just does it randomly on any stock and stuff. It's pre- it's really fucking interesting. Like it really teaches you kind of like the trading techniques they have and what they're doing to like uh to make money on the stock where like they're actually betting that the they're betting the stock goes down just a tiny bit so they're able to sell their contract to get like fifteen dollars yeah. of profit. <laughs> it's fucking crazy. But it's fucking in- it's so interesting, man. I mean, and then um, there's another guy that um, this is the guy who got me re who who got me reinterested in crypto. His his name's Jeremy from the um, financial education channel on YouTube, and he was just shitting on Bitcoin because he's just a stock guy, millennial. He's millennial like me, has a shit ton of followers and stuff. So there is there is a lot of millennials that are into stock market, but e- eventually the gains will get people into the. Um, into the stuff because like it's sort of like with the stock market it's sort of right. it's sort of a slow and grow sort of thing you know where you have to even bitcoin right now is kind of slower i mean but even though it goes up a lot more and like we're way up on the market but we're just it's still not that like it's not that much yeah you know? it makes sense like what could the, the way that uh you're describing it i was actually i think it was a video i was watching um <clears throat> somebody was like describing it like similarly with golds um like the yeah, like Ooh, that's the, the really um Jesus. Like the the wealthy players in that they'll they'll use like three to four X leverage to at least like turn the the two percent into like six percent gain, which still really isn't that much. Um but, but on big exactly. accounts, it's crazy. But it, money. but it shows like it, it's like yeah, they'll um they'll at least like manage their the risk into like the higher leverage pairs, which, you know, if, if Bitcoin ever had, you know, a really high market cap, then that's going to be really one of the only ways to, to make, like, to kind of get those, um, to get some of those good gains. But yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah, you start, I think, well, some people are just yeah. generally gamblers anyway, but it, if you ever have, if you guys ever want to have a good laugh, just look up Wall Street bets on YouTube and just have fun. <laughs> the people gotta, who get wrecked, dude. They, do, oh, they, they actually some have like make... live recordings of this. I gotta, <laughs> I gotta look it up. Yes, dude, it's on YouTube. Look Wall Street bets. Click yeah. any video and just have fun. Jesus, you're gonna be like, what the fuck are these? Some of these people dude, lose I... so bad. It's like, there's this guy, there's this guy that was like, literally, he's like, I'm about to run out of money to like. They're about to put me in collections for fucking um for um uh, what do you call it for um mm-hmm. for child support payments and then fucking paid off ninety six thousand dollars in my pocket. <laughs> Woo! This is what we talk about, ladies. <laughs> lost oh two trades. Oh my god, multiple, dude! That's that account. it, dude. That that it. Down, down hundred eighty k. He was down like hundred eighty k in the in the in the red, and then the the stock turned around ten percent up, and then. Fucking, you're oh, like, I'm up shit. 96k now. Yeah, that 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 is why. That's uh, scary shit. That man. is why I'll just stick to buying um buying the coins because you know at least if uh if it doesn't work out in my favor, I at least still have the coins. Yeah, that's that's so true too. Like I I kind of learned that from gambling because like sometimes mm-hmm. me and my fiance would go to casinos and. 
uh, you know, some a lot of the times I would win in cards, right? But sometimes you would just go and then just have a bad night and and just you'd be driving home and like, man, I could have at least if if at least I had bought some Litecoin or some Bitcoin or some, <laughs> or some fucking mana or uh, yeah. <laughs> some like at least I'd have the coin or some wearables. Oh, dude, like, that is when, yeah. When you lose, dude, that, you, you I was like, I was nothing. definitely thinking of that recently because um, uh, I was like, shit, like I could have had that extra F to like buy some more mana um yep yeah yeah like what, what projects what, uh, what, what i would say the, right now currently like the main ones that i that i follow right now it's uh ethereum uh litecoin um decentralands and then i would say my more speculative mm-hmm. pick um is probably monero um <clears throat> yeah that's that's really the, uh, that's okay. the one other uh, proof of work currency that I um, that I do that I that I enjoy. Like they have um, enjoy. It seems yeah. like they have like a pretty like a a, a very good community. Um, I think one of the reasons why like it, it doesn't have like the same uh, kind of like network effect is like Bitcoin is the the community is kind of geared towards privacy. So I think it just kind of comes with the personality. Um, <clears throat> but it's uh, it's a, they they definitely yeah. have like a a pretty big following. Like if you look at their subreddit, they have um, they have over 160k subscri- uh, subscribers on their subreddit, and um and in and in terms of trading, like I think Monero is one of the I, I think it's usually like one of the top 15 pairs um, in terms of trading volume. So it's not it's not quite up there like a uh, Ethereum or. Uh, Bitcoin in terms of like trading volume, but I think it's it has enough volume going through it where it can at least uh, fetch like a decent return in the next cycle. It, yeah, it's 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 definitely it's not, not going, going anywhere. And the uh, the community is pretty much self-sustaining at this point in terms of all the all the development that's going on. So okay, so this is one reason why I even pivoted even more into Litecoin. Like, um, I, of course, later let me just say the cryptos I'm in right into right now. Of course, Bitcoin, Litecoin, Ethereum, obviously, and uh, Mana, and then Hex, and um, I have Tezos, a, an old bag of EOS, and then um, I actually hold some Dragon Chain actually because of uh, I heard a little tip about it that they might be dropping like a um, an actual social media platform. Yeah. So I kind of I kind of put some money in there for a pump, <laughs> for, for but uh, I think that's pretty much it. Oh yeah, I also I also uh, have some other coins. Like I, I have a, something called the Coinbase strategy, where I put I've I've kind of been building up um, I've been building up positions in some of these smaller um, mm-hmm. market cap coins that are on Coinbase because when the um, alt market starts, right, right? These are the, some of the first coins that are going to pump hard because they're going to have the liquidity just from new investors. So like things like um, oh, Kyber dude, Network. Yeah, Ky- Kyber Network. Into, of course, Tezos. Uh, that, that is actually one I started to kind of look into recently. Um, yeah. And, and very it, easily will go yeah, to a dollar. And it, it actually has very like a soon. very, um, like the, the swaps, it, the decks it uses is actually pretty useful. Like I, I, I actually do use it to swap uh, in and out of like Ethereum and Mana just for the convenience. 
Yeah, and, and so you heard what eventually what's going to happen with that is that um, you're going to be able to stake your um, – because like event, basically what's going to happen with Coinbase is Coinbase is essentially a bank, and what they're doing is that they're creating mm-hmm. different type of CD products with these coins. So right now, currently, you're able to buy Tezos, and you're able to get your uh, daily – they rip you off. They take 25% okay. of your dividend, essentially, but – but for but for convenient yeah twenty five so it's like the the dividend on um on Tezos is if you do it yourself it's like seven percent uh, a year depending on but you get it daily all right but on um like Coinbase it's like five percent so they're stealing two percent okay. of uh, of the dividends from you but the, there's a convenience factor and then people of course right. don't like to hold their own keys and you know what I mean so yeah yeah just take that with a grain of salt well eventually they're going to be adding uh, staking the same thing with with um this is one of the reasons i started accumulating at a position into uh um into kyber network because you're, you're gonna be able to stake your kyber oh network that's, and actually get that's super useful okay as a, sta- a staking reward awesome. yes so i thought oh that's pretty cool so i just started accumulating and stuff or maybe i might just uh move it over into some hex or uh, more into probably more into mana i'm actually the, the, the two projects i'm really like i'm always accumulating the the, the coins i've said but the ones I've been positioning way more money into, obviously, is Hex and and Decentraland. Obviously, because like I've been doing a lot of stuff with wearables and everything, and because uh, these are the yeah. two fastest growing projects that I'm seeing with a lot of potential right now. Like, um, and uh, well, anyway, from there, right, then the same thing that's going on with with your Ethereum is that you're gonna they're gonna start uh, adding that they're gonna like, hey, leave your Ethereum on Coinbase and we'll stake your Ethereum for you, so you can get your right. one Ethereum a year for thirty two Ethereum. Boom. So it's just it's just sort of it's becoming a thing. Essentially, most of the coins are going to be on there. You, you'll be able to do the staking on there, right? Uh, like oh, there's yeah, another coin yeah, called yeah, Zero yeah. Um, Zero Zero X. Zero X is going to be pretty huge for like uh, backed and all these other players and stuff. Like it's going to be used to kind of uh, the stock market trading. And then there's of course basic attention token. Pretty bullish on that one. That's actually the first competitor to Chrome and Google in a long time, you know, um, in terms of just like a, a, a an ad blocker and then um, with the Brave browser. And then you have something called um, OXT, which is ORCID, right? Which is basically a decentralized, um, a decentralized VPN, right? And um, what's so cool about that one is, is that um, because it's decentralized and everything, right? They won't give away your information. So if they, if they were to subpoena like the company behind Orchid, they couldn't give you any of your information anyway, even if they wanted to, to the government. Where like something like a NordVPN, right, has actually been has actually given user information to to the government because they're scared and don't want to. You know, they're they're like the government kind of knows like okay, this company's doing this to let them do this. So I'm like, well, we'll let that pass. But if we really want information on these people, they're going to give it to us, and they're like, okay, we will. Right, so it, there's a little bit of a value there with that, and what I like about that coin is that it's the lowest market cap coin on Coinbase. It's it just it just got released onto a different exchange for the first time before be uh, one month ago. It was only on one exchange, Coinbase. The market cap was so how much is uh, how much is the market cap now? Yeah, the market cap's gone up to about. It was at twelve. It was at twelve million. It went up to like ten. So it pumped. It pumped a little bit. I think the fourteen million market cap, and then it just oh, kind of yeah, went yeah. down because the, the, right. the whole coronavirus stuff started happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So that kind of killed the, the whole little thing. The little pump it was having, but 
um, what I like about it is that the total supply is really low on the coin too. So the 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 coin right now is worth like I mean I'm over here doing an commercial <laughs> for this fucking coin, but like, uh, <laughs> sorry, but like I'm really it's it's really interesting because you never find on this platform you never find a coin that low in market cap. And and I looked into the into the background of this like a, there's a lot of OG um, um, ETH ETH bros in this thing. Like the head of cybersecurity for Ethereum, he's the he's one of the leads for this project. There's a lot of a uh, there's a lot of venture money in this project and stuff. And I was like, how the fuck does it have all this check marks and everything? Right. And it's only worth $8 million. So I was like, it's worth a, it's worth a, it's yeah, worth a, yeah. you know, a speculation. Uh, you know? Yeah. I'm glad, I'm glad you met because there, there's been yeah, um, like, I've been, I haven't done it yet, but <clears throat> I've been basically looking to get some of my more speculative picks um, sorted out. And I'm I'm just looking at the like the price history for like even for uh, ZRX and that's had absolutely no pump mm-hmm. like at all. Um, so if that ever did have like yeah. you put in I don't know like you know you don't you put in like I don't know like five hundred dollars into that. Uh, I like a, a zero Which point? ZRX. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so zero that, X. that yes, one yes, it, yes, it doesn't yes. look like it's really had a like a major run up versus like bitcoin so um that might be worth like uh just putting like a little bit into because actually you know i had it had a had some run up but still like it, it looks if something like this pumps like it it's it's so fast like it's 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 like a three-day um like after three days it it does like a four or five x like something something ridiculous just because if just because it's it's market cap is so low Yeah, I mean, like what I was doing, I was doing mm-hmm. some calculations on it, right? Like, I like with something like an orchid, right? Once once we get into the real bull run, right? Like, it since it's eight million dollars right now, I mean, eight eight hundred million, not even a billion dollars, is not out of the realm of possibility mm-hmm. if everything's mm-hmm. pumping like crazy, right? So you're talking about a hundred times on your money. Yeah, especially especially uh, especially not for anything bad. um for anything that's like listed on something like Coinbase that has, because that, I mean, that's basically where all the dumb money flows into is through Coinbase. Um, yeah. I mean, I went there. I mean, I'm not going to, Oh, totally. Know, yeah. Everyone did. I mean, like yeah. if it's, that, that's where all the gains were dude. If, if look, look, you are, right, you got into Coinbase, mm-hmm. right? In 20 mid 2017, right? Litecoin wasn't even $10. Ethereum was fucking cheap as fuck. Like that. Like, yeah. Dumb money aside, that alone right there proved the value of, 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 of Coinbase. You know, you had fucking Litecoin go to $380 and you had fucking Ethereum, which on like crack on the, if you know like anything that happened with, with uh, Ethereum, right? When, when Ethereum went off, off its ICO and some people wanted to dump out and just liquidate some of their, um, some of their Ethereum, some of the first exchanges that, that they dumped their um, ICO coins of, of Ethereum were on Kraken, right? And on Kraken, they dumped down to about, um, I think 15 cents, 15 cents on the market, right? So that's one of the reasons the Kraken exchange is actually is still around and still relevant is because there was a lot of people that were on that exchange that bought up Ethereum really cheap and got mega wealthy off of that. And then just because through, I guess, loyalty, essentially through the, because of this exchange sold me the coin, yeah, like yeah. it got me rich, I'll keep using that exchange sort of a thing. <laughs> Yeah, and then it went on the Coinbase, right? And they gave another opportunity to the people who who got in, like wh- when the Coinbase app got on iOS and actually got uh, li- you were able. I remember, I think it was um, mm-hmm. March, 
I think March of 2017, I think when it was allowed. Um, everybody who bought anything on that app, yeah, made tons of money. Yep. I mean, how that's so rare. Like, imagine like just like you you download this fucking trading app and throw your money at the at the wall. Dude, Everything yeah. went up. Dude, that's that's and basically that, what. Because I, I mean, uh, even looking back at the like at the at the 2017 peak. Um, cause I, I mean, that was basically when I really, like, I really for real got into, uh, cryptocurrency. Like, um, like I, I actually always had a plan to like invest in Bitcoin. Um, this was actually after the, the, the 2014, um, uh, after the, after the bear market that ended in like, uh, 2015, but I was always just like being kind of lazy about it and putting it off. And then, like one day I log into like Coinbase and like Litecoin is like $99. And I literally like threw in, like it was the most, it was, I, I it was, I, I got so ridiculously lucky. I just, I, I saw Bitcoin was like 12 K at the time. And I was like, well, like if I buy some Litecoins, I at least have like more than one. It was like stupid stuff. Like I have more than one coin. So I yeah. threw in like a couple thousand into Litecoin and then a couple days later, it pumped up to like three hundred dollars. Just something, just ridiculous. Which like, which later on in that, like during that bear market, because um, I mean at the time I was basically the the dumb money that like got lucky. But then um, I also like lost part of that like in the bear market because I just didn't. Yeah, I just I didn't. Yeah, you give exactly, it back. Yeah, so hold, hold holding. Um, <laughs> Yeah, that's like the other thing is like the first like the first cycle somebody really gets into it, it's basically kind of like the, the and uh usually like all the all the retail money that like just kind of jumps into it, that's um that's basically where that where that huge wealth transfer comes in because basically like people that understand the market that they accumulate all that wealth they sell and then they end up restacking like all their coins during that next bear market. Yeah. I mean, if, if you're able to play this right, let's just say the market goes up. It's almost like you can take a vacation for a fucking year, but the prices go down and then start slowly right. investing some of your gains back into the market. So let's just say 2021 is the top all of 20, all of 2022 is fucking shit bill. And then around January of 2023, mm -hmm. you start slowly putting money in, right? And let's just say the low is probably in February of 2023. And then you just slowly start accumulating, getting all your money in, right? And then, you know, yeah. the prices go up a little bit and you're all in profit again. I mean, you're like essentially almost double jump. It's insane, dude. I mean, it's it's the game. But no one wants to tell you that game because it's like, like there's there's a bunch of dudes that have been around since like twenty fucking twelve and twenty thirteen that knew this already. They're just keeping <laughs> their fucking mouths shut. <laughs> you know, like you know, because like I mean, technically, we really have only been in around like two two real cycles, right? We had the whole the the whole run up to a thousand dollars, and then we had the whole run up from a thousand to twenty grand. Those are the only two real cycles. The other ones were just so quick and fast. It was just like there there's no like structure to it and then the 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 rise from like let's just say ten dollars to ten to a thousand dollars there was a tiny bit there was more structure right, right. you had gox and everything you had all these things right yeah and it was there's for the forums and stuff before that it was just it wasn't much you know like yeah little maybe some people were talking about it if they were wealthy enough and everything like that or like they, they just i don't know if they hadn't some sort of a chat room or something but 
then from there you had the real run up, which was this to that, and then after that, like this is I, this might be one of the reasons why the the cycles are getting longer because more people are knowing are getting yeah, wise, are getting hip to the game. That's totally true. Because uh, if you if you think about it, like especially now, um, <clears throat> uh, Bitcoin is even getting like some liquidity, like in the traditional markets through uh, grayscale. So um, like once you start introducing like some of these larger players that have you know a lot of a lot of experience in the market um it just kind of um it just kind of like matures like the market like you have it, it gets it, it basically gets like more um like more competitive in a sense and you really have to be kind of smart how you like kind of manage your risk um yeah Eventually, you know, like it might, it might be like in a, in a cycle and a half or so that it might be the intelligent move. Like, let's just say you, you, um, whatever, whatever. Let's just say you like, um, I don't want to count your pot. Let's just say you have fifty thousand or a hundred thousand or ten thousand in the market, right? And it, you twenty, you twenty five x it, right, or whatever. And then now you have a quarter of a million dollars. And then on the next cycle back up, you know, you, now you've made that into like two point three million, five million dollars. Um that might be at that point where it might be smart to like, even though you're going to, you're, you're leaving money on the table to take some of that out and actually make sure you're going to be rich forever, or at least have assets yeah, yeah, know, made by an apartment right. complex or something. You, or, or having some money because at, at one point I, I, you know, knock on wood or knock on <laughs> the sofa or you know, I'm sitting on it, it could, it could actually just go down so much that it's like, but oh, totally. It, it yeah. could be like a lost decade. Uh, almost. Yeah, it might not disappear, but it could be a lost decade. Where so many people got so wrecked that it's just like it doesn't come back for like oh, watch, yeah, yeah. because of the twenty nine right. crash that we have in the twenty twenties. We lose the whole the whole thirty twenty thirties are done, and then it doesn't start picking up until about thirty nine yeah. to in the or maybe the mid forties or something, and then you know it's just like yeah, that's fuck, and that that is you know? uh that is that is like one of the reasons why I'm less I'm like a little bit less enthused with equities because the market's been pumped like so much already and like the downside potential is like so massive like compared to like other other things you can kind of invest in um because yeah like that because there, there there really hasn't been at least in at least in stocks like there really hasn't been something at the same magnitude as like the the great or like the 1929 um like the great depression crash where it took like 15 to 20 20 years for people to even like recover and start to break even on their assets. So to kind of like get caught in that um, would just, uh, I mean, it would suck, but I mean, all you can really do at that point is like kind of average your way into the market, like assuming you're still employed um, to try and kind of lower that cost average. Yeah. And a lot, and a lot of people didn't don't talk about during during those the 1930s. There was a shit ton of people that were making a killing during that time because, or it just if you were just like a mid like a middle a middle middle class person, which basically meant at the time that you had a job during the during the depression, they were able to buy assets. By assets, I don't mean just stock market because like everyone just got fucking burned on the stock market, right? A lot of people made a lot of their their wealth or their family wealth for me to even now nowadays from buying houses so cheap at the time 
because let's just say you were made at the time you were making a five thousand dollar income at the time, right? You were able to there was houses for sale all over California Dude, for a thousand dollars. Wow. So twenty you were so twenty percent like mm-hmm. I, I worked for I worked for one of my clients. She owns so much ocean oceanfront property back from back then in um in this in the Monterey area because she her and her family were like basically they, they call it the ghetto area because they, they this is like they put a lot of African Americans near the in this area. It's so fucked up, but like near the area, right? And nobody wanted to buy it because they thought it was a poor area, right? And come to come to find out like, oh dude, the look the water's right there. Of course. You know, so like they like they were buying houses so cheap and then like they were buying up houses up to the point where like the house like that you could buy the houses up to like even to the 1940s like like a little bit after world war ii you're still able to buy them for about fifty thousand dollars now all these houses are worth millions of dollars now yeah so and they were able just to rent them out and they own complete streets (laughs) yeah but and off of a regular income they, they weren't rich they they were just buying like her and her husband were just working their ass off buying a house every, every couple of years. And then they bought this house and that house. And essentially they just started buying the entire streets of, of houses over time and then renting them. It's so crazy. It's so cool. And, but nobody at the time, like, like the, the dream, they, they told me like back then, like the dream was just like own one house. That's it. Have kids fucking die. Or something. That's like, you know what I mean? It was just like, I have my house. Cool. I can show up to my girlfriends. And then they're like, why can't we just buy another house? Okay, let's buy another. And then they just like, oh, look, we just discovered this <laughs> we thing just called discovered rent. rent. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's it's crazy to think about because yeah, it's like back then, like your like the value for your money was it was just so much higher. So I guess like you know even things like renting out um, just probably didn't come across like anybody's mind at the time. Um, no. Well, they, the one reason they said so is because at, at the time you, you were able to get good paying jobs. So, I mean, like, it's just like, you, you, why, why would you need recurring income if you, your income's so stable? Because you're, you're, yeah. you're going to stay at the fucking job for the rest of your life. Where, where are you going to go? So it's like you almost didn't like people, people back then had this idea of like, I mean, this, it sounds kind of nice, but you like, I work Monday to Friday, you know, eight hour days, 40 hours mm-hmm. a week, chill with my family all weekend. And barbecue, and that sounds great, but like now, like now, like if you're not working seven days a fucking week, right? Like, are you even advancing in your that's, life? It's totally, yeah, that's 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 right. totally you know what true I mean? like, too. And it's like even um, like there's always still the um, it, it, I guess it like depends on like the the companies, but like I guess like a lot of people, you know, maybe like just out of college, they're probably going to like startups where risk, the risk is like a lot higher. So, like you don't necessarily know whether you're going to have that same job in like one or two years at a time. So um, I, I think now like most people like to, to try and get like those um, like career advancements, like you have to end up hopping uh, from like one company to the next after every couple of years to get those big bumps. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, basically you leverage your job. So you have to have a job to leverage yourself into another job, but you have to have the job at the time. And then when yeah. you get it, you ditch yep. your job. So you're applying for a job while you're at a right. job. Nobody wants you when you don't have a job, which is so fucked. It's the same thing. Like if you, when you have a girlfriend, mm-hmm. you, then you have more girls that end up wanting to fuck with you because you have a girlfriend. <laughs> because It's showing value. It's so fucked up. Yeah, that's, that's, that's the way that <laughs> so the, true, though, the world but it's runs. So fucked up, but, um, runs now. Yeah. Well, before we end the podcast and everything, um, is there, is there um, any like uh, wearables you're kind of looking I, into I think right for now? now? I'm just I'm just like... gonna track what the 
what the launch shirts do price wise over the next couple of weeks. So I'm most I'm mostly interested in that one um, to kind of see like what price point you know we're looking at maybe sometime around uh, maybe around like mid May. Yeah, okay. I'm 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 it's, I'm, it's I'm looking higher. forward to that. <laughs> it, it'll launch. just be nice to verify that around mid May. So I think I'm I, I'm pretty optimistic overall. I am pretty sure that the uh, the launch shirt with the, the yeah. launch date is going to be in the mid 200s. I, yeah, I, I can definitely see that. I mean, dude, as we were Easy. as we were on this podcast, um, like I saw notifications for for, for launch t-shirts. So, yeah, I yeah. feel like I've I've helped popularize yeah, me yeah. and Maddie helped popularize that strategy, <laughs> and uh. Yeah, because me, Frankie, and uh, Amarak, and a bunch of other people's in here and stuff, you know, like, we just like talking about it. Um, it's pretty crazy. Oh, like, dude, uh, the yeah, pumpkins are crazy. They, they went from of, 500 to like pumpkin, 2 grand. That's, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to see uh, maybe a little bit, maybe like two or three months before Halloween to see what the prices are on all the Halloween collectibles. Yeah, I could definitely see like pumpkins flying for 5K. like 5K uh, pretty easily, like over the next um like closer to halloween yeah i, I yeah. own about like that's a, that's that's definitely a good um a good stat because like that that's that's so much <laughs> dude that is so much supply that the market can't buy so so it, it's it's it can only like it can only go yeah. up <laughs> Yeah, me me and Clark can't own about another um he owns another twenty so um I had bought a couple and then I noticed like how many are left? There's only forty left, but like no one was buying them. So, you know, like we ended up buying twenty each. And I mean just between the the two of us we probably control forty percent, fifty I mean no, at least forty percent. And so it's like so you have only sixty percent of the available supply and you have and you have a couple people in there that own a couple for themselves and they're gonna, some that they're gonna sell. So right. it's like essentially there's only like thirty pumpkin heads for sale, maybe at the most in supply. And you know, and uh, definitely they're they're probably gonna go to five K and then they're gonna uh, right after Halloween they're right. gonna go down to like three K or something. But um, people, but what I noticed with the market right now is that whatever price someone bought it at, they're really not, obviously they're not going to try to sell for lower unless they have to because of hardship. But the, so if, if someone has paid 5,000 for it, it'll stay, it'll stay around 5,000 for a long time. And then what I think is going to happen is that oh, dude, on the yeah. next Halloween cycle, yeah. they might go to 10 K and then. And then, and then it's slowly going to go like that. Like, it's just yeah. going to, it's kind of, it's going to inflate and, exactly. Uh, like and the honestly, I, I like from the over, Halloween over collection, those, the pumpkins in my, like, those are actually probably Oh yeah. I was, I was saying like the, the pumpkins, you say that again, um, it was the pumpkins out, are sorry. probably like, those are actually probably one of my favorites from that, from that collection. Um, it's just, uh, it's I mean if I mean it's yeah like yeah it's like it's it's a pumpkin but it's it's basically very unique compared to like all the other Halloween collectibles which is nice. Yeah, I mean it's really nice. I was surprised that the bloody knife didn't sell fast enough. Like yeah. I bought a couple, How, just bought yeah, one or two. The, just what I is the supply on the, the, the bloody knives? But uh, one of oh it's only on one of a hundred. One of a hundred. Well, okay. 
It was 500 mana a piece. Yeah, yeah. it was the bandana. There was something called like the bloody bandana that looked kind of the same. That was like a 200 one. Um, what else is there? Um, uh, 200, five. The, um, the mariachi hat I'm really interested in. Yeah. I like that one, but the supply, there's so much left over. It's not even worth it. It's it's like, it's 80 mana a piece, but there's thousands of yeah. it. I think, there's five, it's, I think it's one of 5,000 or something. But it's probably the best. It's probably the best hat, probably in the entire game, probably right now. The mariachi hat looks. In, I mean, not the. Yeah, I'll have, really to, I'll have to see what that looks like. I, the as, as far as um, as far as like favorite collectible right now, um, I really do like the, like the skull Mexican hat. I think looks pretty. What is that? Skull Mexican? Uh, I've heard someone say that before. Like, up, uh, I don't think I've seen it yet. see if I can find it on OpenSea. Yeah, I'll send you the I'll send you the link. Sure. Yeah, just send it to me through uh, Discord. I, I'm going to actually start my own Discord. I'm, I'm going to call it... Baby um, Whales? <laughs> I'm not calling it names, but I might call it Baby Whales. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the the NFT baby whales. I'll call it baby whales, and uh, I'm gonna let people post whatever links they want to podcasts and videos and stuff and everything. Like help people shill their their stuff out because like we have to get more people right. into the central end. And if we yeah. all become content creators, you know, it's kind of a cool thing. Yeah, like I've joined I joined that whole NFT um, the the DCL neighborhood project with oh, nice. with all did them they, and stuff. Did so they, I'm gonna um, one of the parcels. Do you know if they actually still have parcels left for that project or? Is that pretty much filled? They, if they, it's almost filled. I think they have one or two left, and they're thinking about maybe just rolling because yeah. they, they uh, Maddie actually purchased the twenty-two himself. So um, they said that with the leftover cash from that, that they'll just they'll just use it to develop. Um, like basically, I don't know. We we might turn the whole twenty-two thing into a gigantic building that people can just go into, like an apartment complex or something, but. Like I, I I expect the land the land to be worth a lot because it's gonna basically it's like twenty two influencers essentially so it's gonna make that um yeah that part ma- of the, that makes that, sense. it's gonna become a is, really do, popular do you know if uh, do you know is uh, wherever is that, Anorak, those parcels is like one of the yeah. organizers for that project too no it's uh, yeah he is he, he's the one who told okay. me about it but um it's Scorpio yeah Scorpio uh, let me see what is Scorpio's what. 60, okay. It's 60, 63. Yeah, hit him up. Uh, I don't know if it's available. I, I told I told my other buddy RG three. Him and his son were gonna buy two parcels, but it's but if if they didn't go if they didn't yeah, man, you know, I'm, get I'm hitting him up right it, now. If they have anything, I'll up, uh, definitely hop on that. Because I. I was just gonna say I've been I yeah, I haven't man, quite was, uh, was, dabbled was, with yeah go ahead. Um, Land, yeah, but it's it's something I I have actually a lot of interest in. Land. Um, I was just watching some videos on Blender, uh, just like kind of a starting point. So um, it'd be kind of fun to mess around a little bit with that and try and come up with something that like others find pretty useful. Have you have you seen a wallet that has over a thousand uh, items? In, like in, as like, far as wearables, wearables, like I've seen like a couple people with like a couple hundred, but I haven't seen I haven't. I haven't seen like a like a major whale yet with a thousand. <laughs> okay, I'll be gunning for that then. 
<laughs> I haven't seen one either. Like the most I've seen other like I've seen um five I, I've seen people they they got some yeah, serious so that, on the wallet, but it's because yeah, that's more that's kind of where I'm at right now. So their <laughs> is, numbers are a little lower. I want to say in total, I probably have close to maybe 200 wearables, but it could have been, yeah, it, could, it honestly could have been way better if um, I didn't number. go so mythic heavy initially. But I mean, I, I guess, I mean, my plan, um, I'm kind of hoping there's those swaps later on. So what I would really like to do is um, like when there's a big run up on the, on the epics is to basically compress those into like higher collect collectibles like when the when the ratios are favorable yeah do, do you know why i went with the with the higher um with what why i went with like launch shirts and everything else like items that had a lot of supply because when we go on these run-ups i feel like i'm going to be more liquid than the other guys with the mythics because a lot of people starting off they, they're like i don't want to get ripped off but i want to get some cool stuff for my character let me buy this stuff right here because it's cheaper, but it's but in percentage of gains, I'm I'm on way higher. So I feel like it's going to be a little bit easier to liquid. Yeah, I, to, to like I think so. Like honestly, like it wouldn't surprise me if the only people that can afford mythics during during that run up is basically people that are collecting now. Um, I think basically most people are are going to get priced out, and it's really only the 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 whales that have. Um, a lot of collectibles i think that will like even really yeah exactly there'll be there'll be the, the ethereum, ethereum bros, bros of, of uh, decentral lands yeah well, well obviously when it runs up there's gonna be some people from like litecoin yeah. and, um, um right monero you know obviously it's like people who have like a bunch of excess cash from these coins that are like wow decentralized doing pretty because like the minute the price goes up like i've been saying for a while we're, we are going to hit like a billion dollar market cap which mm-hmm. i think that puts us at like 80 cents per mana or 90 cents per mana so i'm really interested to see which which items actually hold up in price you know i, th- I think it's the ones that mo- more of the supplies controlled that it will the the price will stay stable. It may stay stagnant, but it won't go down. Where like I like it's possible on some of these other items that like they can go from like right. let's just say thirty mana down back to like five mana. Be- yeah, because the demand's not there, so people are just selling it to get Dude, back into into yeah. Mana that, or that's cash gonna put um, which is that's bad, basically yeah. gonna put like I think the launch T-shirts somewhere. Like if you're if you're calculating it in USD terms it may end up becoming like four to five K just for like one t-shirt just in, in USD, which is pretty kind of, kind of crazy to think about. Dude, that, dude, that means, that means, that means somebody in the future is going to pay 40 K yeah. for, for some shoes. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying. Like, I've been saying, like, I keep saying that. I've been saying this for a while, but like, I have been saying this stuff. Like, um, crypto, crypto games. Oh, dude, it's it's literally like party hats and RuneScape times 10. Because, uh, even like, even the most expensive party hat in the game, it costs probably somewhere between, uh, it's 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 maybe yeah it's probably like it's probably like a grand, grand right? for like the cheapest one and then if you want the most expensive you're po- you're probably paying two grand but like there's kind of like the inherent risk of getting banned 
by the game creators for like buying shit in game uh whereas like crypto like none of that is that's like the whole that's that's part of the game in crypto that's what everybody wants to do so agreed yeah i, I just hope that the uh that um you know the the game developers you know like don't do something stupid like in double the supply or just have like create a fucking npc to create because that, that would be going against all the stuff they said you know because we yeah we come from that. crypto I, where we I, say um, this is a supply it, that's it, a supply period or they, they they do some cuck like some cuck ass shit where like okay like okay we we won't make five thousand right. of these shirts but we, we made a shirt that looks yeah, almost I, I exactly the same yeah for yeah and if I'm just they like, um they I, might I think do something. And, they and might it's, try, yeah. it's kind of unfortunate if they go in that direction because, um, like the thing with wearables is like the the amount of value that's getting transferred is is increasing. So, um, to do something like that, you could basically wipe out like all the all the all the market value, which is what brings in like all that liquidity. Yeah, and like, have you heard? Have you so before as our, the last closing statement to this? Like, um, so do you know why uh, that the, I the do euro not. never really t- overtook the dollar? Okay, so um, the the euro was kind of created as a competitor to the dollar, right? But the 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 big the thing where they really fucked up on was as the European mm-hmm. Union, right? Yeah. You, you ever heard of the country Cyprus? How they were having a banking crisis? Well, Cyprus had something called a bail-in, right? And with a bail-in, mm-hmm. um, that means that let's just say well, you had ten thousand dollars in your savings account, right? And the and the bank was going to fail. So what they did is they stole two thousand dollars from you from everybody, twenty percent of everybody's savings. And because this happened in the eurozone, and because the the charters were all linked together, that means it's possible for that to have happened in Germany and in France and in at Italy. So that pretty much they lost like they lost like the oh, euro ended you. up okay. essentially starting yeah. to lose value after that because people had lost confidence in it. Like at least it yeah it. At least with the Americans, the Americans will just right. fucking like steal from the taxpayer. But at least they won't steal from the fucking bank accounts. Like the rich people in the in the world were like, "What the fuck." That means they'll steal my own. Oh, no, and then for th- that's and I feel like that's what like if they had do that 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 they were creating a bail-in situation where like okay we're gonna try to create give people these shirts and, and or give these people these some of these early items you know and it's which I think is a very stupid idea, it, wait, you know because it, it pretty much is gonna piss off all the people who were here since the beginning and they'll just fucking like. You know, it could end up taking a lot because once you once you pass up a lot of the richer people in the game and the people who've accumulated who, who get wealthy in the game, then they're um, they're kind of fucked because they the people oh, who hold all these variables essentially totally hold true. a lot of mana. Um, they can just start dumping it yeah. at that point. I I I'm I'm kind of expecting terrible idea over the next couple months. Like it 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 won't surprise me to see like maybe uh like the collectors kind of get together and like perhaps like kind of start or maybe just kind of start talking more about the future of wearables. Uh, Cause even Maddie brought it up in his latest, um, in his latest video on, um, you know, on whether, you know, things are going to get uh, kind of handled in a way that doesn't destroy the economy that's developing now. I know. Yeah. <laughs> we, we need to make OPEC. <laughs> <laughs> we become OPEC.
Yeah. Oh, okay. That's the name. It's gonna be. O- it's gonna be OPEC baby whale. There we go. Shit. The OPEC baby whale. Yeah. Like, okay. <laughs> like, who's gonna be Saudi Arabia? Who's gonna be Qatar? Who's gonna be? Uh... <laughs> sure. Yeah. But uh, I think we should just yep. end it on that, man. Long live, uh, long live the NFT uh, OPEC. <laughs> Uh, so uh, yeah, is, you can you can basically oh, like, hit me uh, up can, on, on Discord. So, um, I think that's my main, uh, the main platform I use now. So, uh, it's uh, get on Twitter, dude. I don't know. I've I've never been too big on like some of the social media platforms, but um, if I were to use it, I, yeah, I'd I'd probably be more of like a like an Instagram user, private. um. As opposed to Twitter, but I'm I'm mostly a, a lurker on those those platforms because I do like to read, uh, kind of what's going on and like what people think about certain topics. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's more reading on Twitter than there is booty on Instagram. Shots. Instagram is like 50% booty shots and uh, and like I don't I tend to I, I tend to notice that there's less like crypto influencers and crypto and the actual the, the, the leads i mean most yeah. people have their official page on twitter and then it's telegram group or a discord right it's not it's not an instagram page for the main crypto you know what i mean that's why i kind of like that's a good it's point, not yeah. a bad idea to have a twitter I, you know what? because that's it, where I, the news actually, is kind of happening of that, i'll, I'll probably that, just make a, a, a wasabi like, handle on on yeah. twitter just to keep the keep the consistency <laughs> sure just DM me, man. I'll, I'll, I'll add you, bro. Don't even, don't even trip. All right. Well, this has been Litecoin Moses with Dollar Cost Crypto. Don't forget to check out the rest of the episodes of the podcast. And uh, this Sunday at 7 Pacific Standard Time, I'm having Moon Gang. Um, you're more than invited, Wasabi, if you like to come. Uh, we're going to be doing a show about uh, – mm-hmm. we're going to go through the top top 100 on Coin Market Cap. And we're gonna do an S T uh, an S like <laughs> a, a S tier, A tier, B tier, C tier, F tier. Sure. And we're gonna rank all the cryptos. Dude, in the that'll top be actually that'll it's be gonna great. Be a fucking I'll, I'll definitely for all, man. I'll, Everyone's I'll definitely gonna be fucking into that one. At least one one. Yeah. I'm secretly oh, dude, yeah. gonna I'm secretly gonna put the central <laughs> and fucking a hex in there. So don't tell anybody. <laughs> it's so just such bullshit. It's not top one hundred. Dude, that it, it uh, well, be that's, that's, that's probably least. better like, for us the anyway, because then that's just more, yeah, more potential. We're figuring stuff out, yeah. All right, well, you guys have a good night, See and uh, 